What's up guys, Mario Tubone here and today we're continuing with our series of episodes about where to go to game when it's cold. So as many of you are from the US, from Canada, from Europe, this is the time of the year when it starts to get a little bit cold and uh, a little bit of more heat, sunlight uh, isn't that bad, isn't it? So today we're talking about Mexico. Mexico is my favorite uh, country to go in winter, simply because of the options that it offers and also other things like tourism, food, uh, great people. I just find it overall is a great country to spend some time. Now, Mexico could be divided uh, into two categories, uh, like the big cities. So you have your Mexico City, Guadalajara and Monterrey and the touristical areas like Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Tulum on the east coast. Meanwhile, on the west coast, you have uh, um, Acapulco, Puerto Vallarta and Puerto Escondido. So today we're going to focus mainly on the touristical areas, where to go, what to do, how is game, etc. Meanwhile, the cities are for another day. Uh, also because cities, I see I see them more as a long-term thing. Uh, meanwhile, if you have your classic uh, one week or two months that you want to spend around here, this is probably where you should focus. Now, coming up, West Coast uh, is coming uh, second, in my opinion, in terms of uh, feasibility and why to go there. So I will start with uh, Cancun, simply because Cancun probably is where you're going to land. It's uh, the biggest airport in the area. You also have uh, an airport in Cozumel, but unless you're really into diving, uh, I wouldn't just stay there. There isn't much volume. Okay. So Cancun, you have your um, Don Hotelera, which is where all the main big resorts are, where the beautiful sandy beach is, beautiful crystal clear waters. Uh, in terms of uh, beach-wise, I probably think is the best between uh, the three. Only thing though is there isn't much to do, you know, that's that's the only thing. In Cancun, there isn't much. The downtown, I don't think is a great location for day game. Uh, your best options are probably nightclubs and the apps. So that's it. During the day, nothing much going on. The Cool thing to do around here is probably Isla Mujeres and uh, Isla Holbox, which are two small islands. Uh, Isla Mujeres is a little bit up north of Cancun. Meanwhile, Holbox requires a little bit of travel to reach there. Again, great places to relax, uh, fantastic nature, but there isn't the kind of volume that we're looking for. 45 minutes away from Cancun airport, you're gonna have Playa del Carmen. So in Playa del Carmen, it's a little bit uh, a seasonal place. You have overall good volume around the uh, winter. So you can do day game, night game, apps, everything works. Uh, although there's periods where you have more of that, uh, which is during Christmas holidays, New Year's Eve, spring break. Uh, but um, the other times uh, it's a little bit uh, quiet. You still have enough volume, but it's not going to be crazy volume. Okay. 
Where to stay, I wouldn't recommend Quinta Avenida, which is where you have most of your volume, simply because at night it gets a little bit too loud and prices are a little bit higher, in my opinion. So you can take an Airbnb on Decima uh, or a hotel. Although some of these are hit or miss, they don't allow you guests in, you have to pay extras. So it's always, again, it's a hit or miss, okay? Um, there's plenty of two sets going on during the day, simply because there are many solo traveling girls. There are, of course, as always, but you need to get your day game two sets on point, okay? Also, the hottest girls you'll uh, meet here are Argentinians. And unfortunately, very few of them speak English. So speaking Spanish, uh, as always, is recommended in this part of the world. At night, uh, there aren't many choices. I think the best ones are uh, Tequila Barrel and Clandestino. There is also another place called Santino. It's uh, okay. It's not my favorite place, but it's still worth checking out. Cool shit to do. I would say for sure the Cenotes. Uh, these are probably the number one tourist attraction in the area. If you want to uh, see a little bit of history, you can visit Chichen Itza or Coba uh, to see some uh, pyramids. And again, a day trip to Cozumel, but as we discussed, just to keep it as a touristical thing to do. Okay. So Tulum, now the most famous probably because in the last years I've seen a surge of tourism. There is uh, two parts of Tulum. So the first one, it's um, the center of Tulum where you don't have much volume, but if you're staying for a little more long-term wise, uh, it's probably easier to find accommodation because the beach area of Tulum, which is only four kilometers away, it's uh, completely different, okay? It's these eco-resorts, they charge $300 at night. Uh, I think the cheapest accommodation I could find was um, the Selena Hostel, which is also where most of your uh, volume happens. So you definitely want to check out that area. If you're uh, staying here long-term, uh, I would recommend uh, staying in downtown and renting a motorbike uh, because the taxes, uh, meanwhile, in Cancun and uh, Playa del Carmen are kind of cheap. Uh, in Tulum, they are like charging five times more, something like that. I mean, it's, if you're here for a holiday, quick seven days, sure, yeah, go, go to the beach area because that's, again, where most of the beach game during the day and night happens. Uh, there's a Telegram group where they promote events, where you can get in touch with promoters because parties here can get a little bit expensive. Uh, we talk about like $100, $150 at the door. So definitely do your uh, homework before. That just don't show up at the door because they could easily bounce you or uh, charge you an astronomical absurd amount of money. Then uh, what to do? Again, Cenotes is the main thing to do. There is um, the Mayan ruins, uh, 
when you reach the beach area from the downtown, you'll get to this massive roundabout. And if you go towards left, that's where you have your free beach where it's more wild and the Mayan ruins. Meanwhile, on the right, that's where you start to have all your uh, cafes, restaurants, beach clubs, uh, resorts, uh, eco boutique hotels. That's where all the fun is, to call it like that. Okay. If you want to be a little bit more adventurous, you can push even further down south and visit the Bacalar Laguna where you have your mangroves, you can paddleboard. Uh, it's uh, definitely a nice area. Okay. But again, not much going on there, so it's just to keep it as a touristical activity to do. So this is the a quick eagle eye view on the east coast. Of the three, I spent the most time in Playa del Carmen, which I think gives you the best bang for your buck. It has the right balance between tourism and long-term place to stay. And uh, yeah, I mean, it offers the best accommodations, in my opinion. Uh, the supermarkets uh, aren't just charging uh, gringo prices uh, and stuff like that. So definitely my first go-to option uh, in that East Coast. Coming up next, uh, the West Coast, uh, you have your usual places for spring break, like Acapulco, Puerto Vallarta and the up-and-comer Puerto Escondido. So Puerto, it's again a very small place. You're not gonna have crazy amounts of volume. Um, Puerto again has two areas. One is um, Playa de Zicatella, which has all the nightclubs, so where the fun is happening at night, but nothing else going on during the day. The cool thing about it is that uh, there is a fantastic skydiving center. So if you're into that, uh, definitely check it out. And the other area where you have uh, your nice restaurants, the your bars, uh, the, um, the beach part where more people go there, it's called La Punta. It's also a little bit harder to find accommodation there because it's such a small area and there is so many people going on there but it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Uh, me personally, I would recommend staying in La Punta simply because, yes, you need to move around with taxis, which are pretty safe and cheap. Uh, although if you rent a scooter, it's uh, a little bit easier to stay around. And yeah, the nice area is that uh, the nice thing is that you have your uh, surf spot. So if you're into surfing, that's the place to go for sure. The sunsets are simply amazing. Everybody goes by the beach to watch the sunset. So if you want uh, your highest concentration of volume, that's where you want to go. Puerto, there are some very nice little beaches to discover. Uh, although in the weekends they get kind of crowded, so I would recommend doing that during the week. You have the turtle release where you can release baby turtles into the sea. There is an NGO that, do, that does an amazing job about that. Uh, you have several uh, nice uh, tourist spots uh, along the coast uh, that you can uh, day trip to these areas. Uh, so definitely worth checking out. Now, apps here they don't have much volume going on and again you have most of your volume with your uh, european and north american tourists uh, during the holidays uh, 
So definitely worth uh, checking that out. Uh, but there is a growing community of digital nomads and people uh, coming here visiting. Uh, so I will definitely have a look at that. Now, when it comes to security guys, the usual recommendations always applies. Never hang out with too much money in your wallet. Uh, don't carry your passport. Uh, don't flash uh, your latest iPhone out. Uh, you'll always uh, can carry your $100 uh, smartphone, uh, which has Google Maps, uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, uh, the classic uh, apps that you just need uh, to be connected. So in conclusion, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, also because uh, to reach this place, uh, Puerto Escondido, you'll uh, probably fly in from Mexico City or Guadalajara. I will keep this as a um, two, three weeks uh, maximum place uh, just to have a little bit of fun uh, and change uh, scenery because it's also way less touristy than um, your Playa del Carmen. Uh, your Cancun, your Tulum. So you'll get definitely a more original Mexican vibe. That's what you're looking for, obviously. So in conclusion, uh, is it worth it? Mexico? Hell yeah, absolutely. It's, like I said, one of my favorite places. You have amazing uh, food, great people, uh, volume, tourists. Uh, you can definitely spend a good time here. I spent a full winter six months or something like that. Uh, it's visa-free for most of the countries uh, that you would be traveling from. Uh, I really don't see why you shouldn't give Mexico a chance. With that being said, uh, guys, uh, for today was all. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about where to go when it's cold in Europe, but still staying in Europe. Uh, I'm going to give you the only place that I think it's worth it uh, in Europe during the winter. A series of places, actually, that is very easy to reach with your low-cost airlines such as Ryanair, EasyJet, etc. So, guys, for today, it is all. It was a pleasure. This is your host, Mario Tubone. Ciao for now.